welcome back to Nerd Candy, and guess what? Nerd Candy saw a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be the perfect way to start this. I am Dolly Marie, and I am Nerd Candy, and with me is our gaming guru, Edwin. Hello, hello. And yeah, we went and saw a movie. The movie. The most epic movie. The movie to start the end game. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but this it's like, what? The dramatics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've been watching the, the Office too much now. <laughs> no. Never. Hmm, that's what she said. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Let's start with that. Spoilers. Because this is going to be our full spoiler version of our review of the movie Captain Marvel. Spoiler. Yeah, and if you didn't know, we're going to say a lot of spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> so, this is the latest installment in the Marvel franchise. Um, spoilers. I think... The soundtrack was amazing. Let's oh, just start with the soundtrack because it was. Good mu- good uh, music selection. Yes, yes. And um, definitely reflective of the times because it takes place in the 90s. Especially Nirvana. Oh, love Nirvana. And she has a nine-inch nail shirt. Yes. You have, <laughs> um, what's your call it? I'm just a girl in the world. No, not it's not going to Stefani. Gwen Stefani is just her by herself. That's her in the band. Oh, uh, no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's still no, a it's different. It's different. Uh. It's different. Because no doubt and Gwen Stefani are different. Because no doubt rocks. <laughs> like that's the end. Like there's nothing more to it. Her solo was very poppy. And then you also have like whole, you have a lot of like nineties music, which Made you, you know, put you in the mind frame. If you, like, grew up in the 90s, definitely put you in the mind frame. It brought you back because, you know, there was a blockbuster. in a Radio Shack. And as we know, those are both pretty much extinct. She pretty much fell into a blockbuster. Not pretty much. She did. She did, she fell. yeah. She fell right into a blockbuster and then <laughs> ransacked a Radio Shack <laughs> within the first, like, few minutes on Earth. Pretty much. And it's kind of cool, like, they were inside the Blockbuster, and then you would see all the movies that were popular in that time, like True Lies. And their VHSs. Yeah. Let's throw that in there, too. They weren't even DVDs. They were VHSs. So, like, the set design was pretty on point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you definitely feel like it was back in the 90s. It was really, really well done. Yeah. <laughs> as far as, like, time periods go. Um, but, yeah, it started off pretty good like visually appealing within the first few minutes like just the the flashbacks and everything and and then you get to find out little bits of her and you find out you know she thinks she's a Cree yep and but she doesn't have her memory and she even says that she doesn't have her memory she has none of a recollection of her memory she has little glimpses of her past and, you know, she's fighting alongside the Kree because she thinks she's a Kree. And then you're like, wait, 
aren't the Cree bad? And they're like, but there are some good Cree, so you don't know where she falls in just yet. And I liked that. Yeah, they did pretty well at going back to that point where it's like, okay, the civil war between the Cree hasn't started yet. So it's like, okay, we get to see at least how things were before all that went down. So that was pretty awesome. And then you, you, you get to see certain characters, you know, that came out in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy where you're like, oh, so that's how he looked like before all that stuff. Yeah, and the, I like, like, just to, she wakes up from the dream and she, like, goes to look out the window and you see that whole, like, city and it's, like, the view she had from her window was fantastic. I'm like, man, I kind of want her apartment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that literally is the first thought that went through my head. So it was very graphic, you know. Yeah, very nice visuals on that yeah, aspect. Yeah, it's very visually appealing, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow. And I'm just, we watched it in IMAX, but we watched 2D. We didn't do the whole 3D this time around. But we're watching, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm staring at, like, every inch of the screen, and I'm like, wow, like, that is very detailed city. Like, I want to go into a city and find out more of what's happening in that city. So, it, and that, just that start made gave me hope for the rest of the movie. It was, I was really surprised. I was really caught off guard on certain scenes. Yeah, because I don't feel like they over-CGI'd it. You know, sometimes the movies, they, like, go too far or they go do too much with the graphics. And, like, then it becomes just a graphics movie, which was what I was afraid of because of the whole, you know, she's Captain Marvel and she has all these powers. And, you know, at one point she glows and she's shooting photons out of her hand. So it's like, you know, you start thinking all these things. What I actually enjoyed was that even though it's an Origins movie, they didn't really uh, overwhelm the audience when it comes down to, like, trying to go in deep to her story. Like, you can still, like, we saw the flashbacks, but yet here's here's what mainly is going on. Yeah. No, that's the most important part right there, that they, they use flashbacks effectively like what you can use a flashback and it can be an effective piece of storytelling (laughs) somebody call warner brothers stat (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying like they did it they did it great you know like yeah there are those moments where she's like oh you know she finds like a piece of information and then the flashbacks start to like connect but then as soon as it connects, it's like, okay, boom, here's, here's here's what's going on right now. Yeah, no, but I like the fact that they didn't, like, start it at her in, in flight school, which some movies would have started her flight school, then go and get exploded, and then go be a Cree, and then come back. Like, they left her backstory as a backstory mm-hmm. that she was even un unraveling herself. Yeah, she yeah. was unraveling and learning her backstory as we were. And I thought that was a very effective use of storytelling and it was a good way to tell a story. It was awesome because it not only for people that don't really know the the story of Captain Marvel, but then for the people who do, it's like, "Oh, that's cool because if you don't know about it, they're explaining it to you but not overwhelming you at the same time." You know, and it, it's it's really I like it. Because there, there were certain nods and certain um, name drops that were revealed. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. with 
because, I mean, we've all seen bad flashback usage. <laughs> um, Can we get an example? Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I knew that you were going to say that. <laughs> or the flashbacks did nothing. But this was actually, and, and you know what it kind of reminded me of, though? What? The Arrowverse. The first few seasons of Arrow, uh-huh. they kind of did that with the flashbacks and the flashbacks telling you what he happened to him on the island, and then, but he's still living in present day. So it kind of, and I'm like, I'm not against flashbacks when they're used right, and I feel like it really was used well, and you get to, you're going on the journey with her, and that was the important part. You really did feel like you're going on this journey with her. It wasn't overly predictable. No, it wasn't that. Let's just put it this way. I think the director probably took like a, a page out of uh, Night Shyamalan's. Because uh, <laughs> that was, you know, that that was a twist. Like how it just went from, okay, this is what's going on. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, hold on. What just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, there was there were moments where I'm like, you know, they, they have moments where you're like, oh, wait a minute. They are the bad guys. They're like, wait, but no. But he's not telling on her, so maybe not. So you're, like, you're on the fence of, like, is he bad or is he good? Like, with everybody in the movie. And that was, to me, I think, the best part of it. It's, like I said, you are going on this journey with her. You're learning who's good, who's bad, while she's learning it. And it was was a fun journey. And you, you get to learn about her and... She, uh, like, is discovering her powers. Nick Fury is young and... And it was his first contact, too. This is his first contact with aliens completely. He was like, you know, I was thinking of our, our threat on Grant, on, you know, because he, he, he goes over his backstory, which if you didn't know Nick Fury as a character, is, you know, he had his own comics, too. Like, mm-hmm. he was... Um, in the military. Then he was a spy. Because he was a sergeant in the military. Yep. Highly decorated. Then he became a spy. And then he became director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, he, beca- you know, he joins S.H.I.E.L.D. and then eventually becomes director of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I like how, I mean, this is even before he's director of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's just a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent now. And he's partners with Col- Agent Coulson. Coulson. And he's he's also new in S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. Coulson's a rookie. He's like, a- <laughs> Yeah, Coulson's his rookie partner. Yeah. And, like, it was just... Uh, there's so much to like because I know there was a lot of hate going into it and um like seriously I don't see why and me personally I think and uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna get go ahead say so it. much hate for say it. it say it just say it I feel part of the hate was because you know everyone and it, it, it aggravates me so much because everyone like raves so much about the Wonder Woman movie and they're like Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. She was so kick butt, and she was so great, and she's such a like. She made it for women in comics, and then Captain Marvel comes out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well it's Captain Marvel. She's not gonna be that big, and this and that." And it's like, no, Captain Marvel. I felt was more of the outstanding female superhero. I don't feel like I watched Wonder Woman. And I was like, "Well, it's a good movie." But, I mean, it, it, if you want to go 90s 
movies, superheroes <laughs> movies. And I'm like, oh, to those standards, it's a great superhero movie. <laughs> but to the standards of superhero movies that, as we have them now, no, it, it, it does not stand up to Captain Marvel personally. Mm. No, it doesn't. I, you know, I saw also, I mean, I've seen uh, Wonder Woman as well, and I enjoyed Captain Marvel a lot more than I did Wonder Woman. Yeah, because the fight scenes, like when she was sparring with Jude Law's character, um, Jan Rog, mm-hmm. um, like that very first, you know, I can't sleep, you want to fight? And it was, <laughs> and then they go and they're, they're sparring. And like, there's not a lot of quick cuts because it's actually her doing yep. stuff where. And again, a lot of people are going to hate me because I, I finally watched a Wonder Woman movie and I was still, I'm still not impressed, <laughs> but it, you know, when it wasn't cut, 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 it was like there were longer takes because it's actually her doing stuff and you see her, you know, physically trying to, you know, do these moves. And like, I have so much more respect for Brie Larson than I did going into the movie. Like I you know, I, I, I knew the name and I knew a little bit about her, but I have so much more respect for her after watching this movie. Yeah, she literally went toe-to-toe with pretty much the whole cast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed her on Kong Skull, you know, Skull Island and stuff, but I didn't think of her as an action hero. And, like, she, if you didn't think of her as an action hero, she proved you wrong in this movie because she kicked butt. Yeah. She did more than kick butt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, obviously most yeah, movies use stunt doubles for certain things, but a lot of the stuff you could tell it's actually her doing mm-hmm. it. It's not someone in a wig pretending to be her. Most of it is her, yeah. Because the camera is constantly right there on her at all times. So you can definitely tell when it's a stunt double and when it's not. So they can't give her crap. No, no. Where Wonder Woman, like, I could see when it's a stunt double, like, yeah. a lot of the times. I'm like, oh, stunt double, stunt double. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, she did. She she kicked butt. And not only did she take you on, like, this journey of, like, discovery and learning about S.H.I.E.L.D. and learning about all these things and seeing how, like, everything came to be in a way. She took you on an emotional journey, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Especially when... It all connects. Yeah. I, I feel like little girls all need to see this movie. Because <laughs> I've heard people say that about the Wonder Woman movie. Oh, you know, every little girl needs to see this movie. No, every every little girl needs to see Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yep. Because she's human and... Cree. Well, she's Cree because of the blood transfusion that Yeah, that sounds like she's but she half had, and half. And that's the thing is, too. Like, they led her to believe, oh, your powers are a gift to you and we could take them away. Mm-hmm. They made her think that they gave her these things. They gave it and it's been in her the whole time. Because again, here's another spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. The whole reason why she lost her memories because she got in that plane crash. And that plane crash, um, the lady what was the doc what was the name of the Larson? Yes. AKA Marvel. Yes. I was going to get to that later. <laughs> but, yeah, so she, she, um, yeah, Dr. Wendy Lawson. There you go. Yes. So. Director she, of Project Pegasus. Yes. She was, um, 
harnessing the power of the Tesseract to um, to create a, a, a hyperspeed yep. ship. And the plane that they were testing was the part of that. Yeah. So it was part of the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So, and as we know, because, you know, we've all been watching all these movies, the Tesseract is in an Infinity Stone. So, she harnessed the power of an Infinity Stone, created the Tesseract to harness that power, basically turned Infinity Stone into, like, a battery, and that's what Brie Larson character, Carol Danvers, was hit with. When she exploded that so it wouldn't get into the hands of the person that she, that um dr larson didn't want to get uh-huh. like she's like because she respected her more than anything because she's the one that gave her the chance to be able to pilot uh um a fighter jet because yeah. to them they to them they thought it was going to be a new age spider um spider <laughs> a fighter jet so she respected her for giving her the honor to be able to pilot Yeah, because at that time they didn't let women do certain like they could be in the air force and they could do certain things but they couldn't they couldn't do, be a pilot yeah. yeah they couldn't be a pilot in a fighter jet they couldn't do that they can test planes they can do all the other stuff but they weren't allowed to do this and she was her role model and she gave her a chance and you know ha- let her do things that she wasn't allowed to do and that just i love that and the fact that you know Someone's coming to take this, and she's she told me she's protecting this. She was going to shoot it, and she was going to explode it to say, but she got killed, so I'm going to finish what she was going to do. And then she gets hit with the Tesseract power. So she basically, she's infused with an Infinity Stone. Pretty much, So she yeah. is one with an Infinity Stone, which is why it makes it so much more exciting for the endgame, because <laughs> she is, she her power comes from the Infinity Stone. Hence why I'm happy, because, okay... And here I go again. I love that, that that's the, <laughs> the backstory, though, that her power is infused with the, the Infinity Stone. Because, you know, the comics, there's always different verses. Um, so there's always a different version of why or how a superhero came to be. And the, the, the MCU's version, I, I think, fits perfectly well with the rest of their universe. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, it's not exactly what was in the comic books. But, oh, no, things are going to change. But, it, you know... Er, it works for the 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 universe that they're in. Yeah, and like I said, I know I've said this many a times. I don't get Adam Warlock, but we still get um, Karen Danvers. You know, we get Captain Marvel. You know, she as well was one of the one of the people that were able to wield the Infinity Gauntlet. You know what I mean? Well, duh, because she is she, she no, basically is a, a, a human Infinity Gauntlet. In no, a way. Ex- exactly. If you think about it. Because that's the way they set it up. So, like, when I saw that, and then when I saw the Tesseract, I was like, oh, so she's basically part of the Tesseract. Oh, my God. Like, that's <laughs> all these, like, dots are connected. All the dots connect- connected. Yeah, but I just sat there, and I just, <laughs> it was just funny because my friend, she was waiting for, like, all my emotions to come through. But I'm just, like, poker-facing the whole movie because I'm, like, you're sucking all sucking all this yes, information there's in. There's so much going on and I'm like I'm connecting all the dots in my brain. Like all the wheels are turning. There's so many wheels returning. <laughs> and then the movie was just great. You know, let's just put it this way. I had to use the restroom since we got there. 
and I held it in until the movie was done. <laughs> That's just how good the movie was. Because normally I'd be like, ah, okay, I'll wait it out. You know, I was like, I'll go use the restroom real quick and I'll come back. I'm not going to miss really anything important. But this one's like, nah, I do not want to miss anything. Yeah, because <laughs> every second you're learning something. Every second. There wasn't, I think, a part of the movie where you're like, okay, yeah, this is a good bathroom break time. It was like, okay, something else is happening. Oh, they're learning something else. Oh, look, there's something else going on. You know, and... When you least expect it, a, a new piece of information comes out, and if you don't see it and you come back, you'll be like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, because like I said, you're like, it's something, like I said, it's like a detective. Like, you're unraveling the mystery of her backstory and what happened to her with her. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know something that she doesn't know and you're waiting for her to find it out. Like, you know a little bit, but now she catches up to what you know, and now you're learning everything with her. So her, you, you, Fury, and her are all together <laughs> finding it out and solving the mystery of her and what happened to her. So I, I, I liked that aspect of it. And I love the scrolls. The way that they brought to life the scrolls was just, it was very well done. Especially when it comes with, uh, come down to their uh, shape shifting um, yeah. ability. I was like, that's just awesome. Because you know how sometimes we know when they're going to show off and some other movies they will like cut away when they're doing their power. But in this one, like you can actually see that he's like staring at you in the face while he's changing into another person. It's like, Mm -hmm. that is awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. And I like the the fact that too, that even the scroll, because they're like, oh, you know, they start asking him about his powers. So, and again, for people who don't know much about them, you're, you're again, you're learning about it. And they did it in a very, like, intelligent way of, and a fun way of... of yeah, a funny way to do it. <laughs> well, not, it's not just so funny, it's fun. You're, you're having fun learning about the scrolls. You're like, you know, they're not giving you, oh, yeah, we have these abilities and blah, 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 and this big, giant scientific explanation. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you know, some of, we can all do it to an extent, but... You know, you have to have a certain talent to actually be able to do it effectively and correctly. Yeah. So then they're like, ha- you gotta have well, skills. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Pretty much. And 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 it's like, okay, well, can you turn to this? Can you turn to that? And he's like, why would I want to turn to a filing cabinet? Can you turn to a cat? What is a cat? <laughs> yeah. So, and. Basically, the the answer pr- pretty much is no. They can't turn to a filing cabinet because it has. They can yeah. down to the DNA. They can turn to something, and then they have the recent memories exactly. up to a certain yeah. point. And it was awesome. It's it was great, and just the because in, in the elevator where Nick Fury, because he just learned about it, and since he's a spy, he's quick to, like... He, yeah, he, he was a apply, quick learner, yeah. Apply the information he learned, and they're going... When they go down the elevator, he's like, all right, come on, Nicholas, and he's like... He looks at me like, nope, mm-mm. Like, <laughs> he already knows. It's, it's like, like, my director doesn't call me Nicholas. No, nobody like, calls him Nicholas. <laughs> not even his mama. <laughs> what do your mom call you, Fury? <laughs> <laughs> what do your kids call you? If and if I ever have any, yes, and when <laughs> they will also call me Fury. <laughs> but it's, it it was just like how you said, you know, how he picked up on it quick, and he's like, oh, you know, remember that time in Guantanamo, and he's like, he kind of paused, and he goes, yeah, yeah, and he kind of looked at him, and I was like, hmm, this guy is funny. Yeah, because he already had the suspicion when he threw that out, because she told him they only you know recent, they can only pick up recent memories. He's like, all right, so 
I'm gonna go back a little further and just make something up. So the guy's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna do. He's like, okay. But then I like how that came back later. Yes. Because when he was, um, the scroll was posing as a Kree guard, he, he mentioned he, it. Yeah, he goes to in his ear. He's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna do like we did in Guantanamo. And he's like, and I was like, ah. He kind of like looked at him. He's like, ah. And then <laughs> what was he said? Oh, do you like? Oh, do you have the uh, like, like slow like lowly? He's like, do you have the test rat? It's like, yeah, the cat ate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good dynamic between him and and what we thought was a bad guy, and then later find out no, they're not the bad guys. The real bad guys are the Kree. These aren't the good version of the Kree. These are the bad Kree. Yeah, and I like how they like kind of implanted in her head too. So when she was having that nightmare, because mm-hmm. since they've already kind of in a way brainwashed her that the scroll were bad. Every time she had the nightmare, the person who came walking out of the um, the rubble, rubble right, was, was a scroll. A scroll, and then at the end we find out when they find the black box that it wasn't a scroll; it was Jude Law, Yon Rog. Right now, okay, now it makes sense when Talos, the 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 scroll, was um, viewing her memories when it got up to that part. He goes, "Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, that don't look right. Go back real quick." Yeah, you know what I mean? It's. Because like, they were the one implanting false memories. Exactly. She's like, she only has this one memory, so let's kind of tweak that a little bit, <laughs> so she doesn't think that we're the bad guys. It was, I just loved it how right there, like Talos just comes out as a scroll, not, you know, not Shay Shift, and he, pretty much like a peace offering, like, yo, we're not here to, you know, fight with you. I'm trying to show you what's going on. Yeah, but that wasn't until because he was he went to fight her until like, he found out. And what then when happened, he yeah. found the black box and he listened to it and he's like, okay, no, she's not bad. She was trusted by Marvel, which she was actually helping. Yeah, so like so she's like, well, she was trusted by Marvel. She died in this and that next to Marvel. So she and he heard everything that happened mm-hmm. on the on the black box, and he's like, so then he went to look for her himself to kind of you know show her you know you're you're human this is what happened listen to the listen to me i just love it when uh they find out that the little I, I like when they come he sorry again sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to <laughs> i'm still back on that scene when he comes in to the dining room and then nick Fury says something and he's like if i wanted to i would come in as someone else but i'm here in my form because I want to, I want to let you know. I want to show you what the real story is. If I didn't want to, to if I just came here to kill you and not show you, I, why would I show you my face? Why would I come in in disguise? True. And that's when they're like, "Oh, okay." Like makes sense. No, I like when <laughs> she's like, "Let me stick my foot," <laughs> and he's like, "Am I supposed to guess?" They all, and then in unison, your ass. <laughs> I was like, there was, they had, they had good laughing moments. It's not like how in some movies you were like, eh, it, it was funny, but it wasn't that funny. Like in these one, in this one, like the actual like the timing was the good. Timing yeah, was perfect. You know, especially when and they weren't trying too hard to be no, funny. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't trying hard at all, and that's what made it work. Especially when they're trying to figure out the coordinates of uh, Marvel's lab, and it was like, oh, you know, that's not really, um, what was it? 
coordinates like a uh, like a place is that that's actually um, space coordinates. Mm-hmm. And is and then like how you were talking to me about earlier, it's like yeah, it's just simple physics. And he just looks at his science guy. He goes, "Really? You couldn't figure that but, out?" No, but the thing is, though, it was. <laughs> Her and her her best friend, who's also a pilot, mm-hmm. that's what it was. They're like, no, those aren't. That's not land latitude and land latitude. It's coordinates. That's vectors. Yeah. And they're like, he's like, what? They're like, yeah, it's in orbit. It's like it's just it's just common physics. Yeah, and she and she's like, <laughs> based on on the, that, we could probably pretty much figure out where it is in orbit. And he's like, wait, it's in orbit. She's like, yeah, it's common physics. And it wasn't her that said it. It was her friend who mm-hmm. said it. That was the best part. Because then it's like, okay, see, it's not because she was a Cree or any of that stuff that she knows that. She knows that because she's human and because she studied. And her friend even knew it. That, to me, I felt it was more impactful because it came from her friend, not from her. I think it, it was mm-hmm. more of an impact on that scene. I just love the way he looked at <laughs> his... science uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, really? You couldn't figure that out? And he, I just love how he just stood there with his hands all like, like, how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I can fix your ship and we can get up there. <laughs> That's coming from your science guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, again, it didn't feel forced. It felt, it was very fluid and it was very, and then you learned that the, because they, they try to throw you for a loop. They try to make you think, like, um, oh, I keep forgetting Jula's name. Because it's, it's a really weird name, Yang Rog. Oh, yeah. He's Yang a, Rog. He's a Cree, <laughs> so their names are weird. I know. So, But you think that he's good because they go and um, Ronan calls them, and he's like, oh, so you found some scrolls. And... He's like, no, no, they disappeared, and, like, he didn't want to give away the coordinates, stuff like that. But it's because, and you think, oh, wow, see, he's not trying, he's not a bad guy. At first, I'm like, oh, crap, they work for Ronan? They're bad guys. Then that little line comes in, and it's like, huh, are they really bad guys? Like, that's, and they kind of try to throw you for a loop, but in my head, I'm like, but, but they still work for Ronan, so. Yep, and this is pre- uh, this was pre-Cree Revolution. Yeah, but anything with Ronan is bad. No, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's like my mind. That's what they, <laughs> That's how my mind works. Anything with Ronan is bad. So I'm like, but then, but like I said, and like my best friend, uh, Richard, to, he that part kind of made him think, oh, well, no, they might, they're not bad guys because even though that is Ronan, they're trying to keep a secret from mm-hmm. Ronan. So, and if you really think about it, it's not because he was trying to like, save anyone he he was a bad guy he says he got a soft spot for her because he trained her and he was trying to like keep her on his side and that's why he didn't sick ronan on him immediately eventually he does but see to me it looked also i mean to me it looked like um varus that was what they were you know what the kree would call her they were looking at her more like a weapon as well yeah but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, Jude Law himself, like, his character, I think the reason why he didn't, like, tell Ronan right away was because of that. Because he was, um, he had a soft spot for her. And he didn't want them to know that he kind of lost control or lost her. 
then, so then yeah, then he would have been really in uh, in in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to get in trouble, but he also didn't want to get her in trouble because he thought he didn't know that she, um, was learning the truth, and he didn't want her to learn the truth. He's like, stay where we are. Because that's also cool. It's not like she actually went out and looked, went out to look for it. It just happened to fall on her lap. Well, once the the scroll like op- you know basically opened her mind and she was actually finally got that mental block out and was able to see some of her own memories, that helped. Oh no, yeah, but she had no idea where she was when she got captured. You know, she didn't know that she was gonna come down to Earth. She was just escaping. You know, so that's why I was like, that was kind of cool how that all worked out. Mm-hmm. You know. No, they were already. They had already started sinking the the coordinates to that planet after. Once they figured it out, yeah. Yeah, once they were, they went to her mind. So, when she broke free, they had already been there. They had oh, already. Yeah. The uh, scroll- it was because of yeah following her, yeah. um, mind. So I, I think it. Like, it was good. I liked it. I really, really enjoyed it. It was great. Like, I would definitely watch it again. Hells yeah. Especially, like, once she got off that mental block chip that was behind her neck, and she actually embraced her 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 potential and her power. That was just, no, wow. No, that wasn't, I don't think it was so much of a mental block chip. I think it was more of, like, a power dampener. Gotcha. Oh, so pretty much like how, uh, what they had on the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Because it was, like, because she... If you notice, when she, while she had that on there, only her hands would light up, and then they would kind of like use mm. that to kind of bring her powers down to try to convince her that it was them they were giving her her powers. When in the honesty, they were just dampening it. She had them; they were dampening it with that little chip, which she thought was what was giving her the powers. Yeah, they were making her f- think that it was them. Okay, I see what you. Yeah, because once she Popped took it that out, out yeah. is when she went full on glow. She has the glow. I know she went Super Saiyan. <laughs> that was awesome. She was like training with Bruce Lee Roy. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She's got the glow. <laughs> I know. No, but she really did go Super Saiyan, though. Yes. If you really think about it. Yes, that that was just great. Especially when she just knocked everybody out, knocked everybody out that was around her, and she just stands up, and it's just oh, that was just awesome. No, 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 no. Awesome moment was in her. When she was talking to the intelligence, the supreme intelligence, mm. and they're like, oh, you're just human. And then they try to show her all the times that she's fallen down. And she took that memory and she's like, yeah, every time I, I yeah, I fell down. But then she went and remembered not only did she fall, every, fall down, every time she fell down, she got back up. And then they show her. Every time when she was a little girl, fall on the beach, got up, fall off the thing, got up. Like they showed her, like through her out the ages, like every, you know, every phase of her life, every time she got knocked down, she stood back up and then she stands up as Captain Marvel. I'm like, yes, that stance. That hit me right in the feels. <laughs> like I'm like that is woman empowering. I'm like this. Sup- this was like International Women's Day was this week, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I say every girl needs to see this movie because that to me I think was the most important message of the entire movie. And because I like when movies have a message in it, and the message that Captain Marvel's character is always was giving is every time you get knocked down, you get back up. Get back up. Yep. 
and she she's a good role you know, she's a good role model she yeah can, you know. well and then we have some friends who are like oh well she learns her powers so quickly she learns how to control them okay it was kind of out of necessity though she's falling to earth <laughs> free falling to earth and she's gotta learn somehow but she's also and as we said she's smart she understands physics and stuff like that because she went to school for it to become a pilot, she had to learn physics. She had to learn all this stuff, and she applied that while she was falling to the earth. She took that moment and breathed in, and just like you know what, she and already been like working with her powers on with her you know hand tied behind her back exactly. for six that's what years. I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's what she told the supreme intelligence. It's like this whole time I've been fighting with one hand tied behind my back. And she's like, wonder what happens when I you know when I finally let go. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is, so she she now, she's already kind of taken the baby steps with learning her power, so she already has some understanding of it. She knows, like when she's almost sucked out to space, when the um, the scroll ship oh, right. blows a hole, she puts her mask on, and then she actually uses her powers to kind of she project herself. She uses the herself. force of the photon blast to go back in. Yeah, so she kind of projects herself out so she's already kind of messed with the idea she's a pilot she understands physics she's falling to earth and she knows that she's already gone full-on glow why not try flying and boom that was actually a good scene when she actually started flying yeah you know it's like and she was having fun with it too (laughs) yeah so it's not like she just now I have powers and I completely understand them. No, there's she went through a lot of steps and there is a lot of stuff that happens to her. A well, lot of knowledge she's attained throughout the years. So when in necessity hit, she instinct kicked in. That's what I was about to say. You know, it's like she's she's had those powers for the past six years. It's not like she just got them right there. Okay, we start the movie. Boom. She just got her powers. No, this is six years that she's been training with those powers. Mm-hmm. Now is pretty much when she actually gets to experiment with the raw rawness of her power. Yeah. You know. And like I said, being used to intelligence that she's already gained. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I just I don't understand the hate that some people have and. Because if you actually watch the movie, it, it's really well done, really well explained, really well thought out. So, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. Definitely watch it again. <laughs> um, my friend was like, oh, you know, everyone's like waiting for me to find like the one bad thing. I'm like, I... And the more I think about it, I'm like, they're, because some of them, some movies, and I know, like, Ultron, you know, has this little plot holes and stuff, and I I feel like with each movie, like, Marvel learns from the last, and they make the next one better. Yeah, true. They learn from their, if they, uh, it's not like they make a lot of mistakes, but from each little uh let's say critique that they get each other movie they come into they try to better themselves yeah that's what i'm saying like so each movie gets better and better and i think like this movie shows it like any and the fact that it's a period piece if you (laughs) because the 90s was well what 20 something years ago give or take 
Yeah, pretty much. So it, it it's I enjoyed it. I really did. And I, I have nothing really negative to say about it. It I didn't really see any like gaping plot holes to it. Um not none at all. They they explain the story well enough for it's not like when the movie's done you're like, Okay, so but what happened here? It's like no, like everything was explained properly. You don't you don't leave the theater wondering, okay, what happened with these people? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not like just randomly not explained. Not like Star Wars. <laughs> Solo. Um, oh, God. That was just, I, it was so predictable. that, And like I said, this one wasn't, didn't feel that predictable. Even like, they the had Solo some foreshadowing, movie. but the foreshadowing still kept you guessing. You know what I mean? And I that's what I liked about it. And, yeah. I think that's that's a good place to <laughs> to call it with this review. Now I just can't wait. Wait, when is Endgame again? Next month, right? Yep. Oh my god. It's coming soon. And again, since this is spoilers, we can talk about it. Then the the pre end credit because I always call it the pre end credit because the rolling credits is the real end credit. But the after the they show ah, that right yes they show the pager that Fury had the Avengers found it and they're. They're watching and they're like, okay, he left the beacon, like he's left the signal, so, and it stops, it stops blinking, and they're like, well, it stopped blinking. We don't know. Did the battery die? No, it had a, its own type of power source. It was going. Well, get it, start going again. What happened? And then that's what she appears. Yeah, they're like, well, we need to get this going because whoever he was calling, we we need them. We need. We need Fury. to know who it is. If yeah. Fury was calling somebody, you know, it's for a reason because I know everyone trusts Fury. And then, boom, here she gets. With a, with a new suit. And she's like, where's Fury? New suit, too. Because she, she didn't have the um, the shoulders. She didn't have the gold coming all the way down. She only had, like, the top part of it. Yeah. And in the new suit, she had the whole gold part coming down. So I was like, oh, and she comes back with a new suit? Nice. Yeah. And longer hair. And longer hair. What that, you know, she was pretty much searching the known galaxies for, you know, a new planet for the scrolls. So, yeah. It's like Cap when he, in Infinity War, where he, he had the beard and whatnot. So, now I, just, now I can't wait for Endgame. I can't wait to see everything hooked together. And honestly, I can't wait for the new beginning for Marvel. After Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. So, at that, we shall end this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, a synopsis is, go watch it. Hells yeah. Go watch it. See it for yourself. Like, we gave a little spoilers, but I feel like we, we kept a little bit of the story to ourselves. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and if, we and can't it, spoil everything. Yeah, we have before, though. <laughs> we have, yes. So, and if you have seen it, uh, tell us what you thought. Like, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do you hate it? Do you not hate it? Yeah, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about what we think. <laughs> Let's just get That's a dialogue awful. going. <laughs> That's a dialogue. Let's get it going. All right. So, we're going to end this with the uh, Night Nerds. Night Nerds.